Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. When I was in my early 20s, I'd gotten married, and we bought this house up in Idaho, really kind of pretty much in the woods. My husband traveled a lot, and so I was alone in the house a lot. I was fine being out in the woods by myself. But still, there were odd things that would happen. When I initially moved into the house, I was seven months pregnant. And I was alone in the house. And I'm unpacking things. And then... I hear something. It was a slightly old house so that you could hear the pipes. And you get that weird kind of cranky sound. It's the middle of the day, so I'm like, whatever, something's going on. You know, I don't know the house that well. So I go upstairs. And I hear water running completely like running in the bathtub. It's the guest bathtub. I go in there and the water is pouring out of the faucet, completely pouring out of the faucet. I go to turn it off, and it stops. I'm like, that's just totally weird. And a couple other times that would happen, I'd hear the water in there. I'd go in there, and it just turned off. I don't know why it was happening. So I had plumbers come, like, is there something wrong with the blood? No, everything's fine. Totally normal. I'm not scared by it, but it's a curious situation. There were times when I was walking down the hall that I felt that there was somebody there watching, you know, right at the corner of my eye. And it wasn't just a shadow. There was a real sense of form that was there. I would turn and I'd look. 
was nothing there, but there was something there. I knew someone was there. It was so real and so frightening. Like in your own house, it shouldn't really happen, but it would happen all the time. And I felt threatened. There was an energy in the house. It was a dark energy that was always there. I didn't understand it. I didn't know what to do. The only thing I can do is kind of surrender to whatever it is and hope that it stops. Hi, this is Don. And this is Lainey. And we're Spectre Waves Paranormal, and we love listening to Aaron Hunter on Real Paranormal Activity Podcast. Welcome. I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult, and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey guys, Aaron here, and it is Monday, August 2nd, 2021, episode 260. How's everyone out there around the world doing? And man, always glad to be back in the hot seat. I hope everyone's staying safe out there. And as far as announcements are concerned, there's not too much to announce. But last Friday, I released a three-part series of a entertaining short film. Go check it out if you haven't seen it yet. It's pretty good. I think you guys will like it. And of course, tomorrow's Tuesday, a new episode of Aaron's Horror Show with Mr. Aaron Farrell will be released, and a new episode of Terry's Mysterious Moments with Terry from Texas. Other than that, yeah, that's it. Uh, the weather's been uh, a little hot last week, early in the week, but it's cooled off. But it's uh, beautiful weather, so I'll take it. Winter's coming. <laughs> and so with that, let's get the show on the road. We're going to do more listener stories, and it is piling up. we got a little, you know, the backlog is... Uh, growing again so we got to put a dent into it and you know what that means come on say it with me say it with me that's right too the story den for me right this way no pushing no shoving and the fans are blowing nice and cool in here you guys know the deal grab a beanbag from the corner there find an empty spot on the floor and don't forget to grab a popsicle out of the freezer in the other corner we got a bunch of them plenty for everybody and while you guys are doing that get behind my desk here as usual comfy and I printed off Brit's packet if you're listening thank you very much for doing that let's see here okay yeah, it looks like we have uh, two medium ones and a long one oh good let me take a sip of my green tea real quick mm-hmm. oh man so good when it hits the lips all right, let's see here. The first one. This one is titled Baby, and it's by Case. Okay, Case, let's see what you got, man. My story takes place in the late 60s near Los Angeles, California. I was nine years old at the time. My older sister, Patricia, 16 years older than me, and her husband, Ron, had just had their first child. They rented and moved into a two-bedroom house in a suburb of L.A. 
At the time, I lived with my mother and stepfather in a different suburb in the same area. We went to my sister's house for a visit one Saturday for a barbecue. After supper, we were all in the living room talking. The baby was asleep in the nursery room. We heard him start crying, and Mom got up to get him, and my sister told her it was not him that was crying. We were all surprised at that statement, and when Mom asked her what she meant, she said that they quite often heard a baby crying in the house that was not their son. Mom, not knowing what to think, went into the bedroom and found her grandson sleeping peacefully. The crying stopped just before she walked into the room. When she came out, my sister and her husband told us about the other things that had been happening in their new home. These are the incidents I remember, but know there are more I don't recall. There was a swinging door between the kitchen and the dining room that wouldn't stay closed half the time and wouldn't stay open the rest of the time. Sometimes it would be open all the way into the dining room and would stay that way. The rest of the time, it wouldn't stay open. They actually put phone books or other heavy items to prop it open and would come back later to find it closed. From the living room, they had a clear view into the dining room and could see the door slowly close moving the stop item as it closed. My sister and her husband both worked day shifts, so they would get up early in the morning. They were both coffee drinkers. They would set up the percolator coffee pot at night, so all they had to do was turn on the burner under it in the morning. It was the late 60s. They had a gas stove. Several mornings, they woke up to find the coffee was made hot. It had been brewed before they woke up. This didn't happen regularly, just occasionally. They also would hear talking at different times of the day and night. It seemed like two people talking in very low tones. They were never able to hear what was said, just what sounded like muttering in the next room that would stop when they went to investigate. They lived in the house a couple months and moved out. They couldn't take what was going on there any longer. Thanks for reading. And, oh man, that's from Case. Case, thank you very much for sharing that. Yeah, I couldn't stay there. Even though it sounds like they're being somewhat helpful and whatever's there doesn't seem to be bothering them too much. Just these odd things. Um, yeah, the whole baby crying thing would creep me out. Yeah, as far as doors, you know, that swinging door to the kitchen, uh, I know what you're talking about. I've seen those things before. I would probably be a little spooked at first when I see it for the first time, but then I would be, I'd probably be fascinated just watching that thing. You know, those phone books are heavy. Um, and it sounds like you guys, you know, they were putting other heavy items to prop the door open. Yeah, that would be kind of neat to watch. <laughs> but yeah, the crying baby thing, no way. Yeah, thank you again for sharing. Great story. Late 60s, huh? Huh. All right, what's next? Let's see what we got. This one is titled Taps, and it's by Mike. Okay, Mike, let's see what you got, man. 
I want to share the little events that me and my mom experience in the house we live in. We moved here when I was three months. I'm now 18. However, I have just experienced the most annoying and frustrating thing. I suffer with insomnia, and so it's not unusual for me to be tossing and turning at 4 a.m. in the morning. So I got up and went to get a glass of water from the bathroom, come back into my bedroom, and as it gets quiet, I realize I've left the tap on. So as any normal person would, I got up to go turn it off. When I get into the bathroom, the hot water tap is running, which is weird as I didn't turn that tap on as I was getting a drink. Who drinks from the hot tap? Anyway, I brushed it off and turned it off. As I left the bathroom, I heard the tap running again. This time the cold was running. So I turn it off and go back to bed. I'm used to unusual things happening in my house now. I then hear the tap running again for the third time. This time I leave it, thinking it's just my imagination. After about five minutes, I decide to get back out of bed and turn it off. This time, I stand in the bathroom for a while to make sure they don't come back on. My taps are the kind you have to twist for them to work, so it's not pressure or anything lifting them up to make them turn on. I get back into bed and I hear the taps again. By this time, I'm starting to get really pissed off, and it's almost like I can feel whoever, whatever it is, laughing at me. So I turn the taps off and tighten them as much as I can and get back into bed. At this time, I hear both taps turn on, but when I go into the bathroom, it's the bath taps. Now, at this point, I really cannot be bothered with playing games, so I just burst out with, Can you stop? I'm tired. I storm back into bed, and the taps haven't come back on again. Sometimes I swear they do it for their own amusement, even if it is just purely frustrating to us. Love the podcast. <laughs> and that's from Mike. Hey, Mike, thank you very much for sharing. Uh, yeah, you know, it sounds like they're playing with you. At least they're playful spirits, <laughs> or whatever it is. Uh, what other things have been happening? You know, write back. Tell us more about this house. Uh, like you said, you're used to weird things happening in your house, so it doesn't really bother you. Uh, but yeah, it's not too unique. I've read some other stories from other people from around the world that, uh, you know, little things, doors opening, closing, jiggling knobs, that sort of thing. So, yeah, thank you very much. All right. Yeah, I wouldn't like that sort of thing, though. <laughs> you know. Uh, but as long as it's playful, I guess uh, I could handle it, maybe. And, uh, yeah, you guys might notice that my voice is a little rough. Yeah, this it's a time of year again for my allergies that kick in. Uh, last week, just a couple days, it kicked in. But, yeah, usually in April, sometime in July or even August. We're in August now. So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm expecting... A little bit of uh, uncomfort, <laughs> but hopefully uh, my rough voice doesn't bother you guys too much. And what do we got? What's next? This one is titled, Get Out, and it's by Yinzer. Okay, Yinzer, let's see what you got, man. My father is, and always, was a hard-working, blue-collar sort of guy. My father's not one to swear, let alone lie. 
Our family has deep ties to Native American blood, and most of my family is very religious. With that in mind, this is a tale that my father had told me when I was a young boy. The chilling part is, my father doesn't tell the story often, only when asked, and the handful of times I've heard it over the years, it hasn't changed one bit. The occurrence took place in the early 1980s. My father worked the graveyard shift in a plant that built all sorts of industrial furnaces and other heavy-duty devices. During his shift, which he had worked his whole career, he and two others labored alone in a very large old plant in Pittsburgh. My father used to take me with him to work occasionally, usually when the other two would call off. The place always creeped me out. The night of the experience my father had, he just lie down on the break room floor. As during his hard shifts, he would rest on lunch before punching back in. As my father began to relax, the light directly above him became very bright. The light became so bright my father could not see anything. Just as my father went to shield his eyes and sit up, something prevented him from doing so. My father was thrust down on his back, pinned down by his shoulders. Now, my pop is no slouch, but back then he was a solid 6'1", 215 pounds, and he was and still is a gym rat. My dad could not move an inch as he wiggled and fought back with all his might. Just as the struggle seemed hopeless, a deep, low, sort of annoyed voice bellowed at him to get out. My father said, if you lit me up, I'll go. Almost immediately after my father said that, it released him, and the light began to fade. Without haste, my pop ran out of the room and sprinted to the other end of the plant to tell his buddy. Other workers have had experiences, but this one seemed to take the cake. A few days later, my father was back at work by himself, as usual, when, out of nowhere, he hears footsteps running back and forth on the roof. Now, the roof of this plant is a sort of sheet metal, and the roof is about 50 feet from the ground. My father immediately stopped what he was doing and listened. He stated this went on for 10 minutes. There is no access to that roof, and it was only my father and one other worker there that night, to which he went to tell, so it could have not been him. By the time my father informed his pal, it had stopped. My father had few other experiences over the years, but he will never forget that night. To attest to my father's sincerity, he took me to the room where it happened. It was around nine then, and it had long been changed into a machine parts room. My dad just stood in the doorway and barely let me step in. He had said that was the first time he went near that room since it occurred, a good 15 or 20 years ago. I hope you enjoyed this tale as much as I enjoyed sharing with you. As my great-grandmother, who is from New Orleans, would say, you would never go outside at night if you only knew what was out there. And that's from Yenzer. Yenzer, great story. Thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be working there anymore. But I guess, uh, you know, yeah, I I wouldn't be there anymore. <laughs> but it sounds like your dad's uh, your pop. You know, he's a tough guy. And other people have experiences there. But that one is like is said in the sentence that one takes the cake i guess it never did happen again looks like uh you know it's curious if he 
that's the break room. He's been in there before, sounds like. And he, like he said, he usually takes a little nap, you know, just lays down on the concrete floor. Uh, he's sounds like he's been there for years. I just wonder why that incident just just you know started happening or happened one time. Maybe it just didn't like your dad. <laughs> I don't know. It's curious though. Yeah, Yenzer, thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, I I would have got out of there. Yeah, I couldn't work there. <laughs> and well, that's it, guys. That's all the stories. And as always, thank you very much for visiting the RPA Network. And remember, the other shows are coming out this week. We're going to have a full week for you uh, this Friday. Um, is the first Friday of every month, so that's always a guarantee for a new entertaining short film and also a new episode of The Witching Hour. So don't miss it. Don't forget. And I'll keep on releasing new entertaining short films, usually on Fridays um, throughout the week, maybe not every week. Uh, like I said... We have a big buildup of entertaining short films, well over a year supply, so that's why I'm throwing them out there on Fridays randomly. I'll make a, an announcement so you guys know. And we are also on two new platforms. We're on a total of 24 platforms now. Uh, one of the new platforms is uh, it's India's major uh, streaming audio platform. I forgot what it's called. But yeah, there's obviously millions and millions and millions of active subscribers on that platform, so we're glad to be on there. Yeah, we have something that I like to call Octopus Arms. Whenever we publish, it goes out to 24 platforms, such as iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, etc., etc. It just goes on and on and on. Of course, it goes out to the Facebook page, website. And, of course, the RP app gets updated. All that good stuff. We're all over the place. So, if you're at work and you're on one of those streaming audio platforms, we're probably on there. Do a search for Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast network. And if you get tired of your music and you want to get your spook on, there we are. And so, with that, I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Britain. And it's also made possible by LaFosse Corporation. And, man, we love you. Oh, yeah, we do. As always, thank you, and... Good night.